Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And Rachel Stoltz is coming to us live from Las Vegas. Sin City. Hello. Rachel, tell the people what you're doing there. Yeah, well, I am in Las Vegas for the International Builders Show that's put on by the National Association of Home Builders. It's a design and construction week where uh, there are thousands of builders, designers, um, every industry folks here, all presenting and exhibiting um, the latest and greatest in home design, building, and construction. It's like the the hot new things. It's like the next the next innovations, the next like trends, and all that. Right. That's really right. cool. Yeah, we're we're kind of burning the candle at both ends. I may have stayed up late last night playing uh, <laughs> blackjack. As as or you I do, might not as you do in Vegas. It's very, yes. Got it. Yes. When in Vegas. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, um, hey, I'm networking. I'm meeting. I'm meeting all the builders at the at the blackjack table. It, it works, right? It's work. It's, it's work. work. It's it's sources, so we can give the people the most accurate information about building trends and decor trends and. Yeah. It's awesome. Have you seen anything like of particular note there? Something they do every year is it's called the New American Home. And they basically do a custom design and build of uh, like the most wow factor, luxurious show home um, that shows basically the sky's the limit, everything that you could possibly dream of for your home. And then they show it off. And um, we are going to it later today, which I'm really pumped about to see it. Um, it's always pretty jaw dropping. And I, uh, am looking at the pictures now and it's just, uh, it's out of this world. I can't wait to show you guys. I can't wait to see. Is it like, is it anything like the HGTV dream home that we talked about like a few weeks ago? Similar in concept, but looks totally different. Like it's a very contemporary sleek, um, home one-story home obviously in the desert here in las vegas uh glass everywhere eric you would love it there is a man cave with an impressive uh pool table and theater system Hmm. um the bedroom the master bedroom has a floating bed Uh, which is super cool is that Um, so is that going to be a trend floating beds um I, you know, it's hard to say, like, I think with this, they're doing things, it's the new American home. So they're doing things that nobody's ever done before. And I guess if it catches on, that will be, you know, a a bonus. Hmm. Um, And there's a, there's a wet bar too, that also is floating as well. So I I talked with the director of design and pre-construction for the home. Her name is Bridget Slater. And I asked her, you know, what's probably one of the craziest things um, in this home, featured in this home, and of course the floating bed, the floating wet bar. But she also mentioned that there's rose gold fixtures. That's um, cool. Like uh, yeah, like sinks or not sinks, but faucets. Yeah, and... yeah. Oh wow. What do you think of that? Would you like that, or do you feel like rose gold is? Oh my god. She said rose gold is really hot right now, but I no, kind of thought it was so going trendy. out of style. No, I think rose gold is definitely out, if not on its way out. I mean. Maybe it's coming back in. I don't know. That sounds more like a house that's created for like an Instagrammable moment. You know, rose, yes, rose gold. Exactly. Yeah. It's a show home, so yeah, it's supposed to be Instagrammable, but it's also livable. Right. And mm-hmm. um, she was telling me like she's hung out there. She's 
you know, watch TV there, and it's it's a very nice house. So. And do we know what's going to happen to it after the show is over? Does, is it going to go on the market? Yeah. It's on the market oh. right now for $6.5 million. Whoa. Oh, wow. Um, I know that they want to show it for like the next three months, but obviously if a buyer comes along and wants to cut a check for 6.5 mil, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna say, all righty, you can have it. Doors so, are closed. No more tours. <laughs> the thing I thought was sort of interesting was um, Sherwin-Williams did the paint. Mm-hmm. And in years past, I guess the new American home has always been kind of monochromatic, mm-hmm. like whites and grays and things like that. And they really wanted to show off color this year. So there's there's a lot of color. The man cave is red, Ooh. which I Whoa, think is room. interesting. Yeah. Perhaps the sex dungeon home is really influencing Here we people. Go. Uh, then I swung by the house booth. Um, and those regular re- readers of Realtor.com know that we uh, use house photos a lot and mm. turn to them for decor and design advice. So we talked with the uh, economist from House. Her name is Nino Citanova, and uh, she's brilliant. She had a lot of really good insights about the latest and greatest um, in design and what buyers want. She was saying that there's this a big uptick right now in master bathroom and bedroom suite renovations, and people are doing them at the same time and kind of oh. making them one big space. You'll have the same trim and the same flooring and matching light fixtures and similar decor in the bathroom and the bedroom so that it's becoming one larger private retreat. So it's like a flow. You um, get a so flow. You have a... Yeah. 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 I like that idea. I like it just being like an oasis the moment you step through and it just feels like your little wing of the house. Exactly. Everyone needs a little wing of the house. Yes. So this is according to house, but what room of the home do you think that homeowners are renovating the most? Um, the formal dining room. <laughs> I would have to disagree <laughs> with that. She gave me the top four. Um, and the kitchen is number one. Mm, mm-hmm. Where do you think the living room is on that list between one and four? Well, obviously two and four. It is on the list. It's, uh, it, I would say four. You are correct. Wow. Yeah. Does that surprise you? No, because I will. D- does she differentiate between family room and living room? Because some people do have like a family room and then like a living room. But some people also call like the place that everyone gathers the living room. So No, I think it's. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think it's the same space, like a family slash great slash living room. OK, that is. Yeah. And that is kind of surprising to me. I think that that yeah. place gets a lot of foot traffic and you you just see more people. You'd want to put more money into that place. Yeah. Do you know what, can you guess what two and three are? Bathroom, bathroom. Yeah, bathroom, I'd say. Yeah, number two is bathrooms. What do you think number three is then? Uh, Master bedroom. Master bathroom. Master bathroom. Oh. So bathrooms take up two spots on the list, the 50% of the list on the four top renovations that people are doing. Yeah, I think a really luxurious bathroom situation is like pretty high priority for a lot of people ultimate home goals yeah i think so hashtag i think i have an understanding of that because i've been currently binging fixer upper Mm. yeah Um, so that seems to be the thing that people um that seems to be the thing that the couples that chip and joe renovate for are wanting to have renovated like must have a kitchen must have a good like master bathroom yeah are you so? How many episodes of Fixer Upper have you watched so far? Um, I'm currently in season three. 
<laughs> Whoa. When did you start? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I'd say. So it's not like, you know, it, it's been... It's been a relatively slow binge. Well, I was going to ask you, how do you feel uh, after binge watching three seasons or two and a half or wherever you are? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel sad about your own life <laughs> and home? Um, no, I feel inspired for sure. Oh. Um, it's definitely, I mean, it's funny cause I'll be watching it and my husband will hear it in the background and he'll be like, she says the same thing every time. <laughs> like take out this wall uh, you know, give you a farm sink, a subway and, tile, but it's it even like the renovations that she talks about. We're, like we're gonna, it's always you're gonna, she's going to take out a wall. We're going to open this up. Gonna open up the space. <laughs> um, do a fresh coat of paint. Yes. It's interesting to see how her decor style has evolved from season one to mm. now because um, season one it was bad. What it was really bad. it was like. Yeah, like shabby was chic. It? it was like the bad side of like farmhouse. It wasn't even modern farmhouse. It was like it was just farmhouse. Farmhouse, shabby. shabby. It wasn't chic. It was just no. shabby. Shabby farmhouse. Um, Lots of word art. Oh my god, you guys! Is there a lot of? There was a lot of word art. You guys, so much word art. Like, yeah, it was so bad. And actually, last night we watched uh, the Barn Dominium episode. Oh right. I was oh. like, this episode is iconic, and Michael's like, okay, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, these people bought the house for 200k, and then they put like 100k into it, and and then they sold it to this woman, and now the woman's trying to sell it for 1.2 million, and she can't sell it, and it's like this whole thing. But it's, I mean, it's rented on. I mean, it's. I know it's on VRBO or Airbnb, right? right? I mean, it's yeah. So it's it's off the market. I checked last night. It's off the market, um, and she's she's had it up for VRBO, which has angered the neighbors. The neighbors hate it because it brings in you know how much how much do you remember yokels. how much it is per night for VRBO? <laughs> you know, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's it, it's, it's expensive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not cheap. Is it sex dungeon expensive? Yeah, I'd say two thousand a night. I would say it's like upwards of maybe five or six hundred. Wow. Would you rather spend one night in the Airbnb that is the sex dungeon outside Philadelphia, or the Barn Dominium? The Barn Dominium, no question. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to go. To... I really thought that was gonna be a that was gonna be a. I mean, a toughie. <laughs> there's no okay. The reason is this. The sex dungeon house, the only draw, as we established last week on the pod, the only draw is the sex dungeon. Like, that's why people are renting it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not into BDSM, too. so I don't really have a need for that. And there's nothing really else to do. I mean, in the town, whereas if you rent the Barn Dominium, that you have Waco, you have Magnolia, you have, like, you know, this whole revitalized town that you can just play in. But... Mm. In the sex dungeon, you can only play downstairs, and yeah, but what a, what a playroom it is! Even if one of us were into BDSM, I don't think we would admit it on the podcast. Well, there, there's no no secrets here. Oh yeah, this is a tell-all pod. I'd admit it. I'm in Vegas. Well, we wait. We we can't wait for your dispatch, Rachel, and we'll definitely go into that more next week. All right, we'll do a debrief. As I mentioned before, you know, my fixer-upper binge, uh, it's interesting that just last week, Joanna Gaines um, 
is up to something else. She came out with another uh, decor collection. This time mm. it's with anthropology. I, I thought the collection was great. Uh, I, maybe I'm just brainwashed from all this. <laughs> Let me ask you. All this gains nonsense, but. Sum it up for me in one word. <gasps> like what's what's the vibe? Because I know what I think. Oh, I my see God. What you think. I'm going to say precious. Mm. Well, it's interesting you said precious because it's pretty s- kind of similar to what I'm thinking, which is feminine. Yeah, absolutely. It's, which I there's think there's lots is... of pastels and florals and um, fluffiness. Uh, it's very soft, very soft. Um, and I think that goes along with anthropology's aesthetic. It's it is a yeah. pretty feminine uh, company. And yeah, so she, I mean, she has pillows that have like embroidery, uh, soft, really soft rugs, soft pillows. Um, and then the most feminine thing, Rachel, that you're probably seeing is this wallpaper. Um, uh-huh. the, the, the peony wallpaper. Uh, it's, it's borderline grandma. Um, it's, it's really sweet though. I think it would be difficult to use in any other room besides like a child's room um eric what do you think of the line i i'm looking at the wallpaper mostly and i do like uh quite a few of these wallpapers i'm seeing i like this wood block one looks really interesting the cross stitch one i you know in this vantage point i really like that it falls in line with the anthropology aesthetic Uh, it's very soft it's not challenging at all it's it's something that would make you feel comfortable and kind of soothing Mm -hmm. I, th- I think if I had to sum up this collection kind of in one word, it would be, like, soothing. I mean, did we think Joanna was going to go in this direction with anthropology? I mean, she's only kind of stuck with uh, d- doing collections for Target, right, So, which, which is a, a less expensive retailer. I mean, anthropology, some of these things, some of these rugs are selling for upwards of, like, $2,000. Yeah, that's, mm. that's a lot for a rug, and I, I'm not seeing any of these rugs that I really love, so mm-hmm. I would have a hard time spending a couple grand on a rug just because it was a Joanna Gaines collection rug. Do you think that this looks like a departure from her typical aesthetic? I mean, it's so different from the Target line. It's more globally inspired, this collection, which I think is where the anthropology influence comes in. It's kind of like a melding of the minds. Um, yeah, I would definitely say this is a departure for her because she's never gone like in such a global direction. I don't really like the Target line, i got to be honest. There's a few things that um, I do like, but overall... Does it not- feel like basic to you? It just feels, um, yeah, it feels basic. It's it's too artificially rustic. That's yeah. what I don't like about it. That's a great um, way to put it. And that's probably also why I'm not the biggest fan of her, her design aesthetic, period, mm-hmm. is because it feels very um, artificial to me, very forced. Yeah. Well, and I, I bet you that Target junk was all made in China and it's all going to break it within a couple of years anyway. Even Do you like it? Did I, did I, oh my no, I, did I offend you? No, God, no. Um, I like some things, but I'm no, there's definitely certain things in the collection where it's like, my gosh, like this is the just pot so... that says honey. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't. It's too on the nose. It's too, yes. yeah, artificial rustic, I think is a perfect way. Like, plastic rustic on the nose yeah. is just a great way of describing it. Does an- does Anthro work with designers and create branded collections like this? Is this. Is this a regular no, thing for them? I, I truly don't 
think they do it very often um i worked in anthropology in high school actually oh wow my se- yeah my junior and senior year uh-huh. uh at the mall it's a great job what at the mall um yes at the mall oh. <laughs> <laughs> i worked in anthropology and i never saw um in fact i don't our store didn't really have that much furniture in it so they've really like beefed up the furniture in the home decor at Anthro um, in the last handful of years. And so I think this Joanna collaboration is just another example of how they're doing that. Where do you think she's going to go next? I mean, clearly (sighs) the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With that $2,000 from her rugs. Well, we'll be waiting with bated breath to see what the Gaineses do next. This week's unique house uh, that we wanted to focus on is in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati? Yeah, it's a, it's a Frank Lloyd Wright. I mean, I saw it, like, I think a couple weeks after it went on the market. Uh, it's Like I said, it's in Cincinnati. has kind of all the hallmarks of the Usonian Frank Lloyd Wright style. But by the time I had saw it, it was already pending sale. And then, uh, so we reached out to the listing agent and, you know, talked with her about it. Uh, just to get the scoop on this place. And she told us it sold in a day. Um, so, wow. yeah, the day it went on the market, it, within 24 hours, it was in January. It went, out, it went on the market mid-January for 695000 The next day, it was already, people had already put in their offer and said, we want this place. She didn't disclose the sale price, but, you know, to get a Frank Lloyd Wright original for under a million dollars, as she said, it, it seems like a steal. This means that the seller was willing to just get rid of it, right? Well, no, and that's the thing. She did tell us as well that they weren't necessarily looking for the highest offer. They were looking mm-hmm. for somebody that was the right buyer, somebody that is going to be a caretaker for this uh, Frank Lloyd mm-hmm. Wright home and either, you know, you know, make make some changes around the edges and elevate, you know, continue to elevate the style of the home and not say, oh, I'm going to knock out a wall and put, you know, put a rumpus room over here. And, you know, it's it's that heavy kind of dark wood style inside. Yeah. Uh, it's got a lot of built-ins, which is another hallmark of the, the right style. Uh, there's a 28-foot-long great room, which is yeah. has windows everywhere. The current owners, the people that bought it and that are now selling it, they bought it in 2003 for $455,000, and they restored the kitchen, the master bath, but they did everything, you know, appropriate to the style of Frank Lloyd Wright. But, uh, yeah, it was built to resemble a ship. Oh. Yeah, so... Oh, I, I can see that. It, I see it, though, with the point, yeah, yeah and then the... the, the concrete like wall that surrounds right it. and especially that. that bedroom sort of looks like the you know the um like a captain's quarter or like a, yeah like a cabin in a ship. yeah um, it's a cool looking house and like i say it uh whoever saw it bought it right away knew that they wanted a frank lloyd wright and snapped this up real quick i'm gonna make a bold statement yes you don't like it i don't like it yeah. I, I knew that was your bold statement why <laughs> It's, How did you know? Uh, it's dark. It, yeah, the dark I mean, wood no is, offense. It's is a bit much. No it's offense dark. to Frank Lloyd Wright, R.I.P. But this is this is not my <laughs> not your my, best, not my jam. Right. Yeah, well, it's it um, is very dark. It seems cramped. I, it seems a little creepy. 
I think, I mean, um, I love that, like, I'm lo- looking at the great room again, and I love that wall of windows, and I think that that, I, I think it might be a little bit of the listing photos as well. The, the- yeah, the photos, uh, sorry, Steve Pasts photography. <laughs> It's our photo credit on these photos. I like that uh, you called him out just to shame him. No. I don't know if it was hard to capture the light in this home, but yeah, it, it, the photos do show as very dark. I, I would hope it's not as dark as it shows in the photos. If you want to see more of this house in Cincinnati, uh, just go to realtor.com, search on Frank Lloyd Wright Cincinnati, or go to your favorite search engine and type in realtor.com frank lloyd wright cincinnati you'll find this article well thank you eric thank you for discussing another gorgeous frank lloyd Wright. yeah no problem Mm, gorgeous (laughs) or not gorgeous gorgeous. (laughs) just a uh, just a frank lloyd wright home a unique interesting yes very unique for sure So it's time to move on to winners and losers. This is the segment where we discuss the celebrities who scored big in the real estate world and the celebrities who didn't fare so well. So Eric, let's start with our loser. Who is our real estate loser of the week? Hey, Natalie, uh, cue the sad trombone for Harry Styles. Of One Direction. Yes, of One Direction. Uh, we wrote about it back in November. Uh, he had cut the price of his mansion in L.A. Uh, he had put it on the market, I think, in 2017 for mm-hmm. $8.5 million. Then it went down to seven, 7.9. And then in last November, it was at 7.5. This week, it was cut again to $7 million. So uh, we have we haven't written about it again, but uh, Harry is having a devil of a time trying to sell this place. It's a gorgeous home in L.A., uh, modern, overlooking the Sunset Strip, beautiful home. Just has not had any luck selling the place. Is that like the Hollywood Hills location? Uh, I mean, I don't know if this would be considered Hollywood Hills. Is it Beverly Hills? I know two one out. I mean, he bought the place. For six point eight seven million, so he's still going to break even. Maybe I think with this, in the case of this home, he was just a little too ambitious with his pricing. So mm-hmm. now it's come back to just about what he paid for it, and uh, perhaps he will finally sell it at around seven million. Um, so, are you saying that the one direction he's going is down? Yes, Rachel. It was an audible groan from Eric. I love it. That brings us to our winners of the week. Uh, everyone's favorite couple, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, they just bought a place from Jeremy Piven in Malibu. Of Entourage fame. Yes, of Entourage, Entourage. fame. He's now a uh, stand-up comedian. <laughs> I thought I heard that. And uh, he... I Wait, just, Alex I Rodriguez the... is now a stand-up no, comedian? Jeremy Piven. Oh. <laughs> I like my version better. No. Alex Rodriguez. If Alex Rodriguez, he seems like the least funny person. He's, he's very into. He's just. He's not just a pretty face, Natalie. No. no, I know. He. I think he seems like the happiest guy, but he just doesn't seem like he has a like a sense of humor. A funny dude. Like he doesn't really. But he is the. Instagram husband of 2018 and into 2019. Really? For sure. 
Is he like goals or? I would consider it. I mean, he's, you see him in these photos just like snapping Jennifer when she's performing or when she's doing a red carpet uh-huh. and he, he's loving it. Right. He's just so supportive. You know, his face, he's just like has this huge bright smile on his face. He loves his woman right. and he wants to document it all and, and the internet eats it up. Yeah. I love it. Well, and they, you know, they bought a place in New York uh, that they had put on the market just a little like we talked about it, I think, on the pod about a month ago. Uh, yeah. Now they are settling in in Malibu. Uh, like I said, there's a beachfront home, three levels, right? Overlooking the ocean. Gorgeous home. Jeremy Piven had it on the market, I believe, uh, when he first put it on the market. It was like around, I want to say, ten million, and the price steadily dropped. They picked it up for around six million, uh, so they they scored themselves quite a bargain. They really hit a home run with that one. Thank you, Natalie. Do we know how much Piven paid for it? Piven paid three point five million. And he put money into it. He put it, about right? a million like dollars a into million it. Yeah. And, a half. yeah. And, and, you know, okay. gave it his own signature uh, Piven style. Added South. Which includes. Southeast Asian touches, included an intric- intricately carved wooden yeah. swing on the first floor balcony. Okay. <laughs> not a sex swing. Not a sex swing, but uh, I mean, s- you could. It's up to you what you, you, could, what you choose to do you on could, the swing. Or you couldn't. Wasn't Jeremy Piven the one who got Mercury? poisoning from eating too much sushi yes. well that was his character on entourage right or was it actually no, that was the, i think it was real, the life. real life jeremy Piven. really yes. believe so what That's a life what a struggle to know if he had a koi pond <laughs> all right well uh let's close it up hey rachel i'm really glad that you were able to join us despite the fact that you are in sin city yeah well thanks for (laughs) thanks for letting me join in from the uh convention hall floor where i am currently holed up with my laptop and microphone (laughs) and i apologize to all of our listeners for all the background noise all right well that's it for house party this week eric and rachel thank you so much and thank you natalie uh, listeners thank you so much If you'd like to read any of the stories we mentioned today, go to realtor.com slash news. You can also contact us uh, by email, podcast at realtor.com. You can follow along on Twitter at housepartypod. If you like what you've heard, throw us a rating, five stars, please. Um, You can also subscribe to all your friends. We love it. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you like. Tell us your crazy real estate story. Um... That's it for this week, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.